It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Now, things could have changed since yesterday, but as of yesterday, the federal government still had not released the December 2021 migrant encounter numbers on the or or the ICE annual report for fiscal year 2021, which ended on September 30th. That's a four-month lag. 178,840 illegal aliens stopped at the southern border in December of 2021, a 2% increase over the previous month. And then comes the questions of expulsions, detention, notices to appear, those who don't return for their court-ordered notices to appear, and those warrants that can now be used to board, according to TSA, used to board an airplane to travel around the country. On airplanes around the country, and I've seen this myself, illegal aliens being trafficked into states and cities. That's what it is. It is a form of trafficking legitimized by the Biden administration, aided by groups like Endeavor, carried by those companies like Ice Air, as they commonly call uh, IAERO, one of the largest, if not the largest contractor of private air travel to the federal government and on commercial air carriers. Michael Cutler, retired senior special agent, uh, the former INS, joins me now. And his article, The Midnight Flights of the Biden Administration, in focus. Michael, midnight flights, why and how? Well, thank you so much, number one, for having me. But more importantly, that you continue to cover this because the mainstream media is ignoring most of this. Uh, you know, what enrages me, I was an INS, or, INS agent, which was the forerunner to ICE for 30 years. I, and it's as though all the work that I did, that my colleagues did, are being eradicated and erased by the Biden administration, and they're doing it covertly. Forget about a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Um, and in fact, the reason I wrote my article, because, you know, 30 years in law enforcement, I now have twisted brain, I think. Uh, and I thought of the midnight ride of Paul Revere, who warned about an invasion, versus Biden, who's creating an invasion with his midnight flights. And by the way, Fox News just reported on that number, and you said that it was 2% more than the preceding month, so it doesn't sound like as big a deal. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that that is accurate. But Fox made an interesting connection. 178,000 is more than the last three December's combined. Think about that. It's a threefold increase in the number of encounters, and exactly what you said is right. What happens to them afterwards? And what Fox News just reported is that they witnessed buses loaded with illegal aliens being unloaded in Brownsville, Texas, which is where the Border Patrol Academy used to be. I went to the Border Patrol Academy, being released. They followed the taxi cabs. They were sent to Harlingen Airport, not far from Brownsville, Texas, where they were boarding flights and being dispersed across the United States. These weren't children. They had video footage. These were all men in their 20s, 30s, 40s. We have no clue as to who they are. Undocumented means they have no um, way of identifying who they are. 
it's not just the terrorists that we discover around. You know, we hear all the, they found three people on the terror watch list. Most terrorists aren't on any terror watch list. They're sleeper agents. They're using fake ID. They have relatively clean records in terms of what we're able to know about them here in the United States. They might be part of gangs. They might be part of other groups. And it was Lou Barletta, to his credit, the former mayor of Hazleton, and I've known Lou forever. I was his last witness when he was sued as mayor of Hazleton, when the Bush administration wouldn't help him with a Dominican drug gang that set up shop in his once quiet town and were killing people and selling drugs in the school playgrounds. So Lou took photos of the midnight flights coming into to Pennsylvania. And that became the spring part of the springboard for my article. But then I also wrote about something else. And I hope everybody after the program will check out my article. It's at US Inc. INC, US Incorporated.org. But I also quoted Senator Hawley, because Hawley is attempting to get the government to release the numbers of people that overstayed their visas who came legally into the United States and never left, violated the terms of their admission, which is another big issue being ignored by everybody. <clears throat> you know, David, we're a country of 50 border states. <clears throat> There's so many ways of entering the United States, and I made that analogy in my article. You know, Paul Revere said, one land and if by, sea, by land and two if by sea. We have people coming in along the coastline, coming through the Canadian border, coming through the Mexican border, arriving at international airports with a wide variety of visas. And that includes terrorists. Most of the terrorists committed visa fraud and immigration fraud. I've testified about this before Congress. It was a major focus for the 9-11 Commission. <clears throat> I don't know anybody who talks about the 9-11 Commission even as the situation in the Ukraine, Ukraine heats up, even as Iran is racing to a nuclear weapon, and we know that they've moved sleeper agents into the United States, moving aliens through Latin America, across the Mexican border, because Hezbollah, as I've mentioned on your program in the past, and I've written about it for Front Page Magazine as well, uh, frontpagemag.com, and I have an article coming out shortly about how the Attorney General is now talking about helping local governments with the crime problem but as long as it doesn't involve immigration. You have transnational gangs, you have international terrorists, and the Biden administration not only has opened up the Mexican border, but has shut down interior enforcement of the immigration laws. Think about how dangerous that is at a very dangerous time. Record levels of drugs flowing into America. Record levels of people dying because of drug overdoses, because of fentanyl, the number one killer right now. China is the source country for fentanyl. All of these impact national security, public safety, public health, the well-being of America. And what is Joe Biden doing about it? Concealing what I would argue is a violation of Title VIII, United States Code, Section 1324, which deals with the smuggling of human beings, smuggling of aliens, harboring, shielding, inducing, aiding, encouraging, abetting, and transporting. That's exactly what the Biden administration is doing. It has become the biggest human trafficking criminal operation in the history of the United States, in my judgment. What do you think of that? It's a, it's a dark and stark summary. I want to go to something uh, that I know you, you've been paying close attention to, in, in part because I, I was recently at the inauguration of the Miami mayor, for that matter, Francis Suarez, who I've known for some time. He was inaugurated as the president of the U.S. Conference of Mayors for this coming term. Okay. 
Uh, that was just a couple weeks ago, and I spoke to their executive director, some of the other mayors from around the country that were there. Uh, both the president and the attorney general recently delivered remarks at USCOM, and they covered a range of topics. But to the attorney general, and I went back and pulled this video and watched the just outright dishonesty, outright dishonesty in his remarks about policies and what they're actually doing. You got the American people, Michael, have to look at some point and realize that we're just being flat lied to because, for example, and to your point about drugs, Colorado, 110,000 pills seized. Uh, I I forget how many of them, but 40 percent or was it 40,000 that contain uh, a likely lethal dose when you think of the numbers of people that could be killed. When you talk about a real threat to our communities, that wasn't the Mexican border. That's not Juarez into El Paso or Matamoras or somewhere else down south. This was in Colorado. That means it's not going back south. It's spreading east and west. That's right. And, you know, I was part of the anti-smuggling unit uh, for INS in New York. I was at every squad within the investigations branch. I was the Marine Intelligence Officer. I went out and boarded ships with the Coast Guard and Customs. Pardon me. Kermit the Frog doesn't want to go away this morning. Um, You know, I I spent half my 30-year career with the Drug Task Force and with DEA Intelligence. And the nexus between human trafficking, drug smuggling is, you know, it's totally confirmed that it's not just the Mexican border and it's not just Latinos. You know, we're finding criminals from all over the world coming into the United States. America has become the land of opportunity for felons. People are dying. We have gangs flooding into the country. MS-13, I began investigating them around 1991. They were a tiny problem. The Obama administration's policy concerning unaccompanied minors exacerbated the problem, and that problem metastasized across the entire country. So how can the attorney general talk about going after violent crime in America and offer up the FBI and DEA and ATF, ignoring immigration when he even says we're going to go after international as well as domestic terrorists? I love it. He keeps talking about domestic terrorism. Meanwhile, why wouldn't you want to use immigration agents? Number one, if you're a criminal alien, you get out of jail, you should be deported. I worked with Senator Al D'Amato unofficially to create the aggravated felon reentry law that makes reentry by criminal aliens a 20-year maximum felony to discourage bad guys from coming back into the country once we deport them. This administration won't deport them. Why do you want criminals wandering around in our country? And frequently when they issue press releases about terrorists, they just did this again. The guy's a dual national because he has U.S. citizenship. U.S. citizen. No, the guy's a dual national. You can only be a dual national one of two ways. Your parents were from another country. You were born here. You're an American. You're a dual national. But you may also have naturalized. And if you're a terrorist and you naturalize, we need to act on that so when you get out of jail, we can strip you of your citizenship and deport you. Why would you want to allow somebody who is a convicted terrorist to remain in the country when we have a remedy, and it's called deportation, removal from the United States. The administration never met an illegal alien they didn't embrace and didn't want to provide the world to 
while Americans are suffering, while members of the ethnic immigrant communities are losing their lives to the gang members, and while we're undermining national security and the economy, because these folks are, are here, they're sending billions of dollars out of our economy throughout all of this. I want to know one simple fundamental question, and I mentioned this when I was talking to Lou. I did an interview with Lou Barletta, because he's now running for governor in Pennsylvania. I said, why isn't anyone asking, how are your policies in the best interest of the average American? I'd love well, to, to see that to that point, Michael. End up at the White House and ask that question. To 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 that point, and you mentioned earlier that a few of the agencies, and I had this highlighted in part of Merrick Garland's remarks. In his remarks to the U.S. Conference of Mayors, he said, as a result, the FBI, ATF, DEA, and U.S. Marshal Service partnered with state and local agencies and police departments to embed agents in homicide units, confiscate illegal firearms, disrupt violent drug trafficking, and provide other support where needed. So I decided to call some of my friends in various agencies around the country and ask them about these agents being embedded. I don't expect them to tell me everything. You and I know this. It's like the high side, low side. You're not entitled to information. But I would say I'm a fairly trusted person and they can talk to me. And I can tell you that the response I got almost unanimously was very little, if any, action. But it was the next statement that didn't surprise me, but put it in, in, in context, that even if they were to embed all these agents and put them to work without stopping the inbound flow, it will always overwhelm the system because it's not just about who you catch, it's about how many you have to process or investigate or try to follow to catch the really dangerous criminals or otherwise. So... The border policy, the visa overstay policy, the and frankly, the northern border, too, which doesn't get much attention, yep. but there are issues there. Yep. And even in winter, there are issues. That's all overwhelming the system. So the, that Merrick Garland's statement does not really become an effective strategy. No, it's, 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 a, it's a, look, it's a shell game. It's a magic act. It's like the magician who promises to cut his lovely assistant in half, and we all know if he really does it, uh, he's going to go to jail, and no one's ever going to work with him again. So he creates an elaborate illusion to make it appear. And that's what they're doing here. This is an elaborate illusion that we're taking care of you. Meanwhile, as Lou found out when he went to the airport, uh, they're flying people in in the dead of night. Now you've got Fox News reporting on this, and they said no matter who they spoke to, they said, gee, we didn't know anything about that. So they're releasing dozens and dozens of men. Supposedly, single men are being turned around because of COVID. They weren't. They're being dispersed across the country while there were mask mandates and vaccination mandates, violating our laws, but more importantly, undermining national security, undermining public safety. You know, I used to argue bail for the U.S. attorneys that I worked with because nobody got bail. Bail is about two issues and two issues alone. Number one. Bail is about risk of flight, and bail is about danger to the community. When you're turning people loose in our country, we have no idea who they are. Um, that undermines national security. It undermines public safety and public health, and it encourages still more people to come here. 
if you get away with it, you say, oh, wow, I'm going to tell my friends. I remember we used to intercept letters at the airport. I began my career as an inspector, and we often found letters concealed in the suitcase of someone saying, as long as you could stay away from immigration, you're going to have it easy in the United States. Watch out for those INS people because they're tough. And that was a compliment. There is nobody there today that will do anything to remove people from the country who shouldn't be here. We are a country without borders. And it's interior enforcement that's really getting us into trouble. We're giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens. Now, think about this one. I don't know of a single airplane used in a successful terror attack since 9-11. But around the world, and including in the United States, what do you see? Motor vehicles, trucks, vans, cars being used as part and parcel of terror attacks. The bombing at the Trade Center in 93 involved a truck filled with explosives rented by an illegal alien, a status violator, and driven by another illegal alien. The shooting at the CIA a month earlier by Tansy was carried out because he bought into a courier van so he could pull the van into the parking lot of the CIA. You had the attack on the West Side Highway a couple years ago where a terrorist mowed people down. They have barriers all over the place in cities across America to protect against car bombs and truck bombs, but we're clueless as to who is getting driver's licenses. Think about how... Well, they, the connections is. are not only obvious, the lack of addressing them is deliberate failure yes. uh, from a policy, from a safety, from, from a security perspective. Michael, I've got to push pause here. As you know, there's only so much time, my friend. Uh, keep up the good work. I know you have a new piece coming out. Uh, give us a quick insight on that. Yeah, just quickly, it's Front Page Magazine and frontpagemag.com about Garland and that speech you talked about and my analysis of what was left out where immigration enforcement is concerned. Please share this with everybody, folks. Be part of my bucket brigade of truth. Um, and, and I thank you so much, David, for having me on today. Always, Michael. Thank you very much. And I'll share that when that article comes out as well. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll also talk more immigration issues, along with your calls, with Jenny Tayer, investigative reporter for The Daily Caller. Uh, more on those arrest warrants, counting as ID for illegal aliens at airport security. Uh, keeping that, uh, what is it, what Michael called the Bucket Brigade of Truth going on this show. I'll be right back. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.